Welcome to Drinking Night of Cups podcast. This is uh, Ryan, the DMT king, and uh, we're out here fucking Ryan, get the DMT. fuck off the mic. Hey, this is your host, Raven. <laughs> <laughs> Try to steal my thunder. And welcome to the Drinking Out of Cups podcast. As you have heard, that is Ryan over there in Yeah, so LA. like what I was saying, uh, we're on the Drinking Out of Cups podcast, and uh, we're fucking boofing, and we're drinking coffee. <laughs> we're fucking out here jacked off the fucking wazoo. Uh, yeah, that is not a we on Wait, that, what are we pal. boofing? <laughs> we were drinking coffee. coffee and we're boofing other things. <laughs> Live laugh. Oh god! Boof, ever dude. since we ever since we talked about coffee enemas, he has been very energized, dude. I've been I've been on the I've been on the coffee enemas for fucking weeks now, dude. That's the best way to ingest coffee, dude. A lot of people are like, eh, like espresso. I got like a two thousand dollar espresso machine. It's like, dude, I got a fucking oil funnel and a fucking <laughs> bag <laughs> okay. of Starbucks, that, dude. That's, <laughs> that's re- that's really interesting, Ryan. <laughs> but what I really want to know is, Micah, do you have an alias today? Uh, Ooh, no. we didn't think about it. Ooh. Oh, okay. Unprepared. So you just Micah today? Unprepared, huh? dude. You just Micah today? Yeah. Okay, wow. We got Mike on Wait, the pod no, 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 for no, no, once no, no, in a long no, no, time. No, 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 no. no? No, yeah, it's it's Rit Ellen. What? Rit Ellen? R- <laughs> Rit Ellen Degenerate? <laughs> Yeah, that that was a flop. <laughs> no, you're just Mike today. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> yeah. Wait, uh, th- that's what we're talking about, though, right? Yeah, we're talking about Ritalian. So today's episode will be a little bit different, as it essentially plays as a part two of our Adderall episode. And as to not repeat a lot of the information that we covered about ADHD in that episode, I highly recommend anyone who hasn't listened to that episode, please go over there and do that first first that way um you're not missing anything because we are going to try our best not to just repeat a lot of the same general information some of it carries over but for the most part yeah go listen to that first and then um dogs barking and we're back (laughs) (laughs) so with that being said since we covered adhd medication that contained amphetamines yesterday Today, we are going to be covering the non-amphetamine... What? Oh, well, last week. Again. God damn it. I literally (laughs) did it in my script. I went went through my script. I thought you were doing this as a joke. No, I went through my script and made sure I said last week. I missed one. (laughs) I somehow still said yesterday. (laughs) Anyway. Wait, so what's happening? You remember, oh. remember last week, Ryan, when Raven said that tomorrow we're going to be talking about Ritalin? <laughs> yeah. Oh, corrected that's him. funny as fuck. <laughs> and now he says that yeah. we yesterday talked about Yeah, so no, wow. we talked about ADHD medication <laughs> that contains amphetamines should, uh, last week. <laughs> you, should probably, you should probably get back on your script, honestly. <laughs> oh, today we are going to be covering non-amphetamine ADHD medications containing the stimulant drug methylphenidate. These drugs include the widely known and prescribed Ritalin, Concerta, Detrona, and Metadate. Uh, Wait, meditation? (laughs) Oh! (laughs) No, it's it's Metadate. So, like, you you get hooked up with uh, Zuckerberg in in the metaverse. (laughs) Zuckerberg. And he takes you you on a date. (laughs) You do fucking methylphenidate together. I do like the idea of that it, it helps you meditate... Metadate helps you meditate. 
Does it? I mean, is this what takes some take some methylphenidate? Let me know. And then meditate, dude. <laughs> so yeah. methyl methylphenidate is one of the primary medications used to treat ADHD. And something unique about it is that it can be taken orally or even applied directly to the skin in the form of a patch. That's not very true. unique that it could be taken orally, but <laughs> I think what? it's unique. That it you're saying there's nothing unique skin. about oral, dude? <laughs> I, no, the, I think the, unique thing, unique, dude. the unique thing is that it's an ADHD medication that could be taken orally or on the skin, not yes. that it could be taken orally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, what's crazy sounds, about this sorry. drug is it's like, like it, it really sets it aside. Is this drug is very, very different in the fact that it's like every other drug and you can't <laughs> exactly like every other drug ever made. Okay, it comes as a pill. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine but this. You can sprinkle it on your applesauce, though. <laughs> <laughs> can I put on my apple jacks? <laughs> That's the thing, right? With the the XR beads. Okay, they tell you to open them up and put them on your apple. Imagine, salt. imagine oh, yeah. a lotion. Imagine a lotion company was like, "Oh, but now you can eat it." That'd be pretty fucking. That would be a unique <laughs> lotion. <laughs> I mean, True. that would be actually no, be interesting. A fucking yeah. a pill that or a lotion you could eat that makes your skin all soft and shit. Yeah, dude. they're like you moisturize your skin by drinking. This, <laughs> you <smoothie>. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously, uh, transdermal medications are not unique on their own, but it is unique in the form of an ADHD medication. 100%. Okay. No, yeah, yeah, I think. That, Thank you. No, yeah, just, at first I was like, wait a second, are you sure that's that's not the unique part? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny as fuck. Uh, the doctor hands you these. You're like, do I put these in my butt? <laughs> He's like, no, you eat them. You're like, what? <laughs> he gives you, he gives you patches. You start, like, you're like, where's the brake line? <laughs> you're just like, how am I supposed to boop you, this? How do I sniff this? <laughs> like, this? You put it on your tongue. <laughs> He's just like, whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, what? I do this with all my drugs. I always just boof it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, dude, fucking, you're not put supposed to boof insulin, dude. <laughs> you're not, I mean, I, I'm not supposed to put a needle into my asshole. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, fucking the meth, the uh, methylphenidate patches are sick, dude. Uh, I, I do have to mention this because I didn't mention, I didn't actually know this until last episode or until this re- researching for this episode. Till yesterday. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, yesterday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, uh, they make Adderall patches as well. That was actually the first uh, transdermal patch God for ADHD it. medication, which I fucked up and didn't mention. Um, and yeah, it's the uh, dextroamphetamine patches. So uh, is transdermal like a m- even more extended release then? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. So with these patches, the transdermal patches for uh, methylphenidate, the patches come in 10, 15, 20, and 30 milligram patches. Um, and they are used as an extended release form of the drug with one patch intended to last nine hours. Yikes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It starts working within fucking two hours and basically lasts up to 12 hours, but you're only supposed to keep it on for like nine because uh, it, I guess, uh, I don't know. I don't know what happens if you leave it on after nine. I guess it's probably just bad for you. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's probably. There, there, it's probably just like the amount of hours you're supposed to be awake in a day. So, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, like, does it run out, 
or what but yeah. um it probably isn't serving you any like purpose anymore because it probably does run out of the medication at that point it's just like a thing just stuck to your skin which is probably not good for your skin yeah i think a lot of the the things that i was reading were it, um people trying to figure out what's a good time to put it on to start your day and what's a good time to take it off uh, to allow you to be able to go to bed Mm-hmm. so they were saying like always take it off like an hour or more before bed yeah because it takes another because if it lasts you, they say leave it on for nine hours but it can last up to 12 hours so that's another extra three hours after you take the patch off that you might still have effects yeah. which is pretty interesting yeah, um, so honestly it makes sense like it's kind of nice you like put one on in the morning with your cup of coffee um and breakfast and then like when you get home from work take it off yeah exactly then, then you have like an appetite for dinner yeah. yeah, you can sleep. And drink like thirty-seven beers because that's hella safe mixing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so uh, I'll just say, I'll, I'll say, just, no, no, <laughs> don't do that, yeah, guys. Def- definitely don't. <laughs> so um, yeah, so in contrast, when taken orally, the average daily dose for an adult is uh, twenty to thirty milligrams daily, and that is supposed to be taken divided in two to three doses uh, within your day. And the maximum daily dose ever advised is 60 milligrams, which is interesting for something I will mention later. Wait, are we still talking about the patch or are we just talking in general? Well, no, I was saying in contrast to the patch because we were talking about how long that lasts. So if it were oral medication, you would do 20 to 30 milligrams max a day. With Well, 20 to 30 milligrams is the typical dose, daily dose, average daily dose for an adult. Yeah, and then children. Taken two to three times a day rather than one patch that is up to 30 milligrams lasting nine hours. True. Right. Nine I, to 12 hours. I've seen some case reports of much higher doses than that. Really? Well, oh, dude, I don't yeah, know I if a, they were, I don't know if they were medicated. <laughs> I have an hero with fucking yeah. story later. That's fucking insane <laughs> about a very high dose that you should never take. So do you um, have anything else you want to mention about the patches? Yeah. A couple things. So, uh, Raven mentioned in the beginning, the company Daytrana, uh, which is a company that makes Ritalin and stuff, and they started the methylphenidate patch in 2006. Uh, so, as we mentioned, uh, this is a patch you can put on your skin to absorb into your body, you know, bypassing the digestive system, um, which I don't know if it makes it more potent in your body, even though it's the same milligram. I don't, I don't really know any of that. Maybe Micah can chime in about that. I'm not sure. How that affects? Because I know it's like it's like essentially the same thing as like almost like injecting, right? No, or maybe um, I don't think so. But it's, it's like directly going into your bloodstream. So yes, but the process from bringing um, chemicals from the like dermal layers of your skin because your skin has like seven, I think, different types of layers. Seven. And Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're a seven layer dip. Yeah, it's, like, it's some, I, I don't know if it's seven, but it's like it's a few different. That's what layers. fucking Jeff Dahmer was bringing to Thanksgiving, dude. <laughs> the seven layers. Oh my god, no. that sounds. Anyway, terrible. sorry, my bad. <laughs> That's just the skin. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that was Ed Gein. Ed Gein had the seven layer dip. Uh, he was the dude who made like clothes and like curtains oh, and lampshades and like chair. A, a character. I don't of. think so. Well, because su- supposedly the Buffalo Bill character was sort of portrayed as someone who actually did make like human yeah i don't i think i think buffalo bill was based off someone different because ed gein of gainesville was like a weird recluse like kind of autistic like yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know enough about buffalo bill 
Hmm. Like, maybe. I don't even know about Buffalo Bill. Maybe. At all. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know like yeah, the but, fucking song Buffalo Bill. Ed Gein definitely and the what, football team. was it like a grave robber first, and uh, I think he was a partial necrophiliac, but definitely grave robber first. He wasn't a, just an outright murderer first. He only yeah. killed, I think, two people, Whoa. but like would rob only. fresh graves and make things out of their skin. That's Ugh. fucking horrible. Yeah. Seven layer wow. dip. <laughs> <laughs> just a wrap that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah but it, it does get like, um, it takes a while for the drug to get, because like uh, when you inject something through the skin like that, actually that's I think how insulin is injected mostly, um, is through like one of the top layers of the skin, the subcutaneous layer. Anyway, oh. um, <clears throat> it takes a while for it to go from that through muscle or different vessels to get into the actual bloodstream and so ah. um i think that uh, it's definitely not as potent as just injecting straight into the blood is um because essentially that's usually like a hundred percent bioavailability like the drug is just a hundred percent going straight to the body um when it's injected iv but even with im like intramuscular because it takes like three to four minutes or so to get through the muscles into the bloodstream fully, I think uh, it's a little less than 100%. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Hell transdermal, yeah. I'm not I'm not sure. Okay, gotcha. Uh, well, anyway, uh, thank you. Thank you, Mike, Mikey, Micah. Plus, it's also, if it's super, super extended release, I'm guessing it's like, say you have a 10 milligram patch, it's like releasing really small micro doses. Yeah. So yeah, the day. I have uh, a bunch of info on that. So a 10 milligram patch releases 1.1 milligram of methylphenidate per hour and contains 27.5 milligram per patch. Uh, wait, wait I thought you on, just said a 10 milligram. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me read that again. I don't understand what that means. Uh, that doesn't make any sense, but uh, that's like something I got like from like a le- super legit website too. Well, so yeah, I mean, they're all, those are accurate. Like if you were to take the 2.2 milligram for 20 milligram um, per hour, say that's nine hours. That's, that's a little under. Yeah, it's exactly 20. Or actually. maybe what it means is a 10 milligram patch contains 27 milligrams within the patch, but only allows 10 milligrams to get into your bloodstream and that yeah that time. actually makes yes. sense yeah okay that makes the most sense yeah because yeah. then it's uh so then maybe so then that answers a question from earlier of like oh like uh what happens if you leave it on for longer like it probably will continue to allow because <laughs> it still has more left in the patch so right. it'll probably continue to allow, but it probably just doesn't give it to you as like quickly i guess if it's been on there for so long i, I truly don't know um but that's interesting informa- information so anyway okay so a 10 milligram patch releases 1.1 milligram of methylphenidate per hour. Total contains 27.5 milligrams in that patch. The 15 milligram delivers 1.6 milligrams per hour, containing a total of 41.3 milligrams. Uh, so it seems like basically like it's like a little over double is what's in the patch of what actually is getting into your body. So like if you get in so 15 you- milligrams, there's a total of like 40 milligrams in the patch. So to get the most out of these patches, what you're saying is you should nine hours on the skin, and then for the rest, just keister it. Yep. True. Yeah. Fold, cool. Fold it up and just <laughs> boof that shit, dude. <laughs> nah, don't don't do that. Um, Dang, that's our new shirt. Boof yeah. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> boof that shit, dude. 
Uh, just yeah, just a doctor, just like handing you a, a fucking pill bottle, and then just underneath to boof that shit. <laughs> Directions for use. <laughs> boof that, boof shit. that shit, dude. That would be so sick, dude. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so that's what you should do with our podcast, dude. Instead of listening to that shit, just boof that shit, dude. <laughs> boof that shit. Please don't. Uh, I don't want to be boofed. <laughs> I'd love to be boofed. Let me see, let me see inside that rectum. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, yeah, so the patch, uh, so there's 10, 15, 20, and 30 milligram. Uh, the 20 delivers 2.2 milligrams per hour. The 30 uh, delivers 3.3 milligrams per hour. So it seems like fucking the 30 would fucking get you pretty fucked up. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um i don't uh, think any of these dosage amounts are really intended to get you fucked up. no i'm, they're, I'm they're, joking yeah it, for it, like a normal person a 30 milligram pill or patch probably would get you kind of wonky yeah probably. Um, <laughs> but, um, i'd be scared to take 30 milligrams of ritalin really yeah. I, yeah. that's the only time i've taken Ritalin. I hate Ritalin. Ritalin. the only time i've taken ritalin was a 30 milligram dose and it really didn't like it got me like geeked in a weird way like compared to adderall like I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I like it compared like to Adderall. It. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably better for your brain than Adderall. Like Adderall seemed better, like more euphoric to me. Like, it, like well, like, Ritalin, yeah, that's, Ritalin didn't really give me like like the fucking. That's because of the way it works on your dopamine, but right. I'm sure Michael will explain that later. Yeah. Anyway, let me finish this fucking patch shit. Uh, so. The good thing about these patches is, like, for, like, people who for either forget to take their medication because they're too busy or whatever uh, throughout the day, like, people that have to take it, like, you know, more than once a day. Um, and people, like, like uh, people have kids that, are, you know, like, are on ADHD medication. And, you know, if their kid doesn't like swallowing pills or even if you have problems swallowing pills as, as an adult, uh, then you can put on this patch and you basically just put it on your hip for fucking nine hours and uh then you never have to deal with trying to take more or fucking whatever um yeah or making your kid swallow a pill or having to like crush it up and put it in their fucking juice or something or whatever applesauce. Yeah, apple, yeah exactly applesauce because like that, micah said something that i mentioned last episode one of the big things that are is hard for people to really get their adhd under control is remembering to take their medication exactly and taking it consistently so i think these are actually a really good solution for people who might forget to take their medication or bring it with them or whatever the fuck so you know you stick it and forget it you know right exactly (laughs) yeah it's almost kind of like a drinking out of cup sticker yes exactly if you you had one you would be able to stick it and forget about it i'd sent more out today so hell yeah Um, dude yeah hit up the patreon to fucking get uh free uh free stickies yeah, that's a that's a mid episode <laughs> challenge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so it's kind of like um, it's kind of like microdosing. Yeah, really, no, literally, yeah. I, I even read an article that said microdose, like it, like they related it to microdosing, like just yeah. throughout the day, um, just consistent microdose. But anyway, it does seem like smart for children. I would say, like the most, it's probably the best. For like your four year old when they have ADHD problems, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah your, when, your, when your one yeah, year old sure. comes out crying, crying all the time, and you're just like, give this fucking slap a riddle and patch on that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're at the doctor's, and like all these all these moms are sitting there in the office, like, oh, what are you, what are you here for today? And you're like, oh, I'm just here to get my kid on the patch, <laughs> and they're like, you know the morphine patch, <laughs> you, you, know, you know what's so fucked up? It's something I met, uh, mentioned last episode about um 
ADHD medication, ADHD is one of the most underdiagnosed, overdiagnosed things ever. So a lot of these kids literally could have just spoken to an adult. And then their parents been like, that kid has ADHD, he's out of line, he's spoken, not spoken to, clearly he's fucked up. Yeah. But it's really just like societal. Like, I think some people are probably misdiagnosed just from being regular functioning children that are energetic and they're like, that kid's not supposed to be having fun. Get him on drugs. Yeah. Like people that came from households where they're like, if you even fucking ran in the house or whatever, you get fucking whipped by your parents, just fucking strangled to death yeah well it's just normal children activities (laughs) yeah one of the things i've never really talked about on the podcast or mentioned to you guys even i think but one of the ideas that i've kind of always had with adhd is that it sort of feels like or seems like it's this thing where once parents get to a certain age they have their kids uh they forget what it was like to be in the mind of a child or a teenager so much so that they will see their kid doing normal child like childlike behaviors and they'll go he or her have something wrong with them yeah. and I need to get them fixed and we live in a day where medications are just the normal thing when there's a problem you go to your doctor and you get a medication it's been that way not forever but for enough time that that's like the average good parent like who thinks they're a good parent right they 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 do the, all the right things the, to them, when they see something that is abnormal, what they think is abnormal because they're like, oh, I don't act like that and my kid shouldn't be acting like that. I do all these good things for them. Then what's the next line of action? Well, maybe I should go and get them on um, meds, you know, not not stimulant drugs that are used by, you know, the people we see outside on the streets as well. No, no, no. Medication. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I just think that there might be some of that where it's actually like the parent's perception of how the kids should be thinking yeah. and talking and behaving and all these things because they're just, they, they forgot what it was like to be a kid. Yeah. They, well, they like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, well, and pe- parents also forget like fucking every person is different. So just because like their kid is acting different than like how they even like remember like them growing up, it's like, okay, well, like this kid is in a completely different environment than what you grew up in. Like it's different and uh, everyone's going to fucking react differently to that. So and even if they were like, raised in the same household like it, it fucking two kids can be completely different like you know uh so yeah just like uh yeah raven totally and his agree. brother juice like raven's a pussy and juice is cool so <laughs> shout out <laughs> shout, that's a, shout that's out our part a good point shout out our part-time producer juice uh, <laughs> yeah. i'm joking <laughs> um hmm no, Pussy. you guys are actually fucking... Uh, <laughs> look look who made cool. it to the show today. <laughs> uh, anyway, fucking tangent. Uh, yeah, it's like how tangent. he has just like a micro penis out of the fucking honker dog, dude. <laughs> True. That's not too much of a tangent, though. I said I was going to bring up things about ADHD that I didn't bring up last time. Oh, true, right. Um, but I was just saying a tangent because all of this stemmed off of... We were talking about the fucking patches and... uh. Yeah, just stick it on your kid. Yeah, true. All right. But the only thing is if, uh, be wary of that because, <laughs> so we just got interrupted a little bit by, uh, some tweaker banging on some shit outside of Raven's house. Banging so your fucking, dad. Pff, got him, dude. <laughs> uh, it was probably the so. humanoid trying to get back up to the porch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Well, that uh, humanoid has not been back. Yeah. <laughs> Check out the Instagram for that. <laughs> um, so, Anyway, uh, 
yeah, so the 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 good thing about fucking Daytrona is uh you can you know stick it to your fucking body and shit and that's cool like you know you can use it as a patch but the uh shitty thing about that is it's fucking been recalled multiple times for many issues. Uh one of them is skin irritation uh may occur and it may result in permanent loss of skin color. <laughs> so that's kind of fucked. <laughs> Uh, Wait, it oh, can, it easy, can Michael Jackson you? Yeah, easy tattoo <laughs> removal. Yeah. You got a oh, tattoo that's a good you don't idea, like? dude. But you first they say to Shit. to put the patch on your on your hip. So I'm I'm curious if that's like because of maybe, I saw like, that's in like best, in like, Florence, Oregon. I saw a uh, lady in the in the in the Safeway with a swastika tattooed on her hip. So oh maybe God. she could have used it. Yeah, she could have definitely used it. <laughs> Wait. How did you see that she had it on her tip, on her tit, <laughs> on her hip? Uh, when, when she was she, wearing a crop top where, like, that was like a a German chick riding an, a missile with like German writing and a giant swastika on her tattoo in on her hip. So it was like a big swastika. Yeah, big as fuck. But she, you said on she, an, on her crop top shirt there was a swastika, and then also on her hip. Yeah, or like her, oh. or her like tramp stamp. Yeah, there is like on her tramp stamp, and her, like she had them everywhere. She yeah. was like tattooed all over the place, but like swastika. She, like, she was wearing like a Nazi shirt, shirt. and she, she had a baby wearing a with Nazi her shirt of a lady riding a missile. Yeah, yeah. damn. And uh, she's walking around with a little five year old blonde girl, her daughter. Yeah, interesting role model. It was it was wild wow. because no one was like batting an eye or turning heads well, it's or Florence, anything. Florence, dude. Well, no, check it out. So <laughs> it's just Oregon. So if you want to see like Nazi shit, go check out my fucking YouTube. I've been, I've, no, I've oh, noticed. Okay, that is not a good way to fucking. So yo, if you want to go, I've you noticed, guys wanna go fucking I've check noticed, out some Nazi shit. Go check I've out my noticed, fucking Instagram. I've noticed two or three separate occasions where I've filmed weird Nazi shit in Oregon. There's. Uh, just the most recent video I just posted of me and my girlfriend going to Seaside. Go check it out. It's at Corvus Malori on YouTube. True. Um, I in the in the antique store we went to there was Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, I was I just seen, like, I what the crazy. fuck is this bullshit? And then in Florence, multiple different occasions, I've filmed uh, people on motorcycles uh, riding by with swastikas on their helmets and shit. It's just like, it's all over the coast, but it's all over Oregon. Oregon is like the most white supremacist place ever, I feel like. Well, probably not ever, but uh, half of Oregon was sundown towns when it was uh, originally being settled. I mean, yeah. yeah, and I hate to have to make this like... um Connection. I am not the Nazi. I want to make sure. No, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I think most people should know that. Yeah. I, I hate to make the connection, though, that, yeah, like rural living and farmland somehow coincides with uh, a lot of that. And um, yeah, it's fucked. Literally outside of like what I 5 and Central Oregon. Um, I've met the some rest wild of Oregon. Rednecks here. Yeah. Dude, I've met some wild rednecks in Central Oregon, too. That fucking. Well, that's what I mean. Well, yeah, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like Bend and like that area between 97 is like the only populated area as well as the areas between I-5, yeah. which are like Salem, Eugene, and Portland. Other than that, where it's not as populated, everyone is a redneck. Yeah. yeah. Bend Oregon. is the biggest city east of the Cascades. Yeah, it makes sense. In Oregon. And every, everywhere else is rural fucking... And even there, it's super redneck and it's the weird yeah. like old white lady REI redneck. Exactly. <laughs> well, this is a, this is a tangent. Let's get back yeah. on the, the patches. Yeah, uh, dude, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, so these patches, uh, they make you 
uh, result in, well, not always, but sometimes can make you (laughs) result in permanent loss of skin color. And people even reported that, like not a lot of people, but like a few people have reported that they've lost skin color in areas that the patch wasn't even applied. So if you put on your hip, like, I I don't know where they said that they, you know, also experienced skin, uh, like color loss, but the they they said that basically they would put it on their hip and then they would just lose color in other places of their body which is fucking terrifying so yeah that's that's not good and uh so the doctors recommend alternating which hip you place it on so then you like have like a reduced chance of this like uh skin irritation and skin discoloration and uh yeah pretty fucked and they also say don't apply it to damaged skin because it may increase the amount of drug going in your body so I guess that has to do with like the layers yeah, of skin sense. it has to go through. Yeah, I was it, like, if you have like a scab or something that's like an yeah. open wound or a cut. Yeah, or they cut. said don't use it on like cuts or and stuff like that. So or like an oil burn. Yeah, true. Yeah. Or like a a rubber, like a like a eraser burn. <laughs> what kind of kinky shit are you into? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like <laughs> like I hit with the whip too many times. So. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> if you're if you're fucking if your hips are bruised from your girlfriend, fucking never mind. <laughs> yeah, so I think that um, if you were to put it on like blood, that would almost. I wonder if it would almost be like injecting it. Probably. Then you just get hella geeked, dude. You get jeeked. But it'd still be a really small amount. Yeah. Know? But still, it's more than what is intended for the patch. Yeah. So anyway, uh, those are just some of the interesting things. Oh, also, um, it was recalled for the uh, adhesive problems that it was having, uh, like the basically the release liner that you would peel off to then slap to your skin was like incredibly hard to like get off. So like some people uh. would fucking not be able to use their patch because they literally couldn't even get the fucking you know release thing Dude. off. Dude. I uh I was on a heart monitor a lot growing up and those fucking Yep, I was just about to say I yeah. fucking hate those things. Yeah, same. They're so difficult. So I and I like those patches. Yeah, those same patches. They're so hard to get off. Well, the, no, I'm not talking adhesive. about like, No, the the adhesive. Skin. No, I know it's hard to get the little like pla- the paper oh, piece off yeah. to get the adhesive to put on yeah. your skin. Right, I see what you're saying. I was on a, a heart monitor for like a couple years as a kid and that shit Fucking sucked. Damn. Oh yeah. Fucked. No, I hate when I go to the hospital. I thought you guys were talking about the sticky thing, man. I have freaking the gnarliest chest hair. Oh. And when they put EKGs on me, dude, it, it's like four <laughs> or five days worth of peeling glue off yeah. my body. Jesus um, Christ. And that's I like every other it. month, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's super annoying because they put those little EKG thingies like everywhere. You know. Yeah. There's like fucking 20 of them. When you yeah. start pulling them off, when you wake up in the hospital bed and you don't know where, why you're there. I used to have to put like, those on myself. <laughs> Jesus. Every morning. And have the... Fu- Dude, and that's back when they were huge. I remember my stepbrother got one when we were in like high school. And his was like a little bit bigger than a cell phone. But mine yeah. was like a box little, that I little, had to... Yeah, computer. Computer. That's what I had to I, carry around too. Yeah. When I, was I love, about how, it in the last I love how all three of us have had to carry one around. Because <laughs> um, I, I yeah. had to invent as well. Freshman year. And it was funny because when I went to the doctor, he asked my mom to leave. Uh, and this was at the... What is it? When you're still going to kids... Doctor. Pediatric? Oh, Pediatric, yeah. yeah. So it was one of those uh, clinics and he asked her to walk out and she, she's like, yeah. And then he asked me, he goes, he's like really calm. Let me see your penis. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't remember anything after the rest of the No, not visit. really, yeah. He was like, <laughs> I mean, this is, this is essentially how it all started. 
uh, Jesus. <laughs> um, is he goes he's, he's like the <laughs> he's like have you ever uh he's like have you ever tried and i'm 14 i swear i'm 14 at the time he's like have you ever tried cocaine or pcp no and I was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, he's just like, like, here, I got some if you want some. <laughs> no, it was just one of the weirdest questions to be asked because he was dead serious. He asked what my mom the to leave. Fuck? So I would be honest. And uh, I looked at him like dead serious. And I was like, dude, people do those drugs? I was like, what? <laughs> well, I, I don't know anyone that's ever done those drugs. Like, what are you? And he's just like, well, your blood pressure has been pretty high. So, you know, it's it's one of the things that, you know, I would ask people. And I was like, dude, I'm 14 years old. Damn. So yeah, but I mean, in no, other communities, know, yeah. in LA, like in California, totally. that yeah. is completely normal. Oh, but this was just very weird yeah. to be asked by like some old pediatric doctor in Bend, Oregon. Yeah, true. When I'm like some normal kid. I wasn't like a weird kid I don't kid even think PCP exists in Bend. No, I yeah, don't think probably so at all. not. Cocaine, barely, barely, yeah, <laughs> barely. Uh, yeah, I mean, as we discussed in the PCP episode, it's kind of hard to get PCP because it's not like a drug that like people are just like selling everywhere on the street. Like, it's, unless like, you're it's on Skid Row, and it's also and there's like PCP yeah. roads. Well, right, yeah, but it's like it's like fucking cheap to make, and it's like not a lot of people are. It lasts fucking super long, so like a lot of people aren't really buying fucking PCP or like aren't selling PCP as like a business because it's like. You're just fucking giving a drug to people to, to then go be fucking crazy and then possibly come back and like rob you and shit or like fucking whatever, dude. Then it's like, it's like you'd like heroin is a, like a way better drug to sell, like not like fucking <laughs> not, yeah, not for like keep good reasons or anything like that, but I mean, like just because it's like it makes your fucking. Yeah, you know, all your junkies are probably not like coming to like fucking all your junkies. All, yeah, yeah, okay. all yeah, your Ryan's all opinions using, stand independently from the show and all of all of the drugs you're selling to these people they're using and then they're fucking falling asleep and shit it's not like they're gonna like take this drug and just like and just ryan's words and, and opinions do not reflect the opinions of the show so as that's all with, i got for the patch as with bethel phenidate being a stimulant Fun there is a there god damn it sorry <laughs> we're having a really hard time paying attention. Does anybody have any riddle in? <laughs> and we're back. So, as with methylphenidate being a stimulant drug, there is potential for abuse and also deaths associated with this drug. Although death is not a common result from methylphenidate overdose, there are hundreds of cases linking both accidental and intentional use of this drug as the cause. From what I was reading and researching, I guess it is really, really, really uncommon to die from a methylphenidate overdose. Hmm. Like, extremely hard. Yeah, I mean, it says it's super uncommon, but linked to hundreds. Hundreds since, like, the 80s. Uh So that's... It it said roughly 20 people a year, and they said from those people, if they would have gone to the hospital and got a treatment, they probably wouldn't... Like, a lot of them would not have died. And Uh, obviously, then, age and things like that come into consideration. Yeah. So, yeah, I I guess it's really hard to overdose. Um, And they were saying with almost all overdoses, they are treatable in in the hospital. So, Um, even, I guess, in the same thing I was reading, people shoot up Ritalin. What? I can see it. Yeah. Why? And it's really bad for your veins, apparently. Well, yeah. uh, I've I've ordered some of the uh, analogs. Of Ritalin, like really? isopropyl phenidate and ethyl phenidate. Yeah. yeah. And they just came as like, you know, raw, like 
powder. Powder, yeah. yeah. So I Whoa. could see why some people might. How did it feel to shoot them up? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me ask you a serious question. <laughs> yeah, you want to leave that unchecked, or you know, let me ask you a serious you know, question. <laughs> specify quick. that you did not shoot those. Up. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely did. Not. Um, so no, when I you put them in a patch, nice. So when you boof riddle in, how did it feel? <laughs> what? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> a riddle in enema, dude. Oh, dude. Enema. Oh, right. Jesus. Enema oh. of the state, dude. So shout out Blink One Eighty Two. So one study found that within 23 overdoses, with all of them being oral doses, the amount to to sustain an overdose ranged all the way from 40 to 1,500 milligrams. So a very broad range with 40 being just over a normal daily dose um, and the median dose being around 120 milligrams for all of these individuals. And I that was 10 males... 13 females so um you know it's pretty even across the board uh this is obviously a massive range with all stimulants having very different effects on people with different uh heart health general health physical builds age things like that so it is really hard to say like this kind of person would overdose on this amount depending on how your body reacts with stimulants and a lot of it has to do with your heart health i would say um, the effects of methylphenidate are typically like other stimulants, causing lifted mood, increased energy and focus, dry mouth, euphoria, anxiety, weight loss, and showing up to work 15 minutes early, among other general <laughs> stimulant effects. So, <laughs> enough about effects. It's just uh, they're, they're, it's just like normal stimulants. Unless you have ADHD, then it helps with your ADHD. Um, but for one of the the main myths or urban legends I would like to talk about uh, when it surrounds Ritalin, it came stemming from a New York Times article in 2003 that claimed that Ritalin is, quote-unquote, chemically similar to cocaine. Uh, now people all over the world claim this and uh, just repeat these, these buzz phrases saying Ritalin is similar to cocaine leading people to think there's a lot of people out there that think that Ritalin is extracted from cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know that until researching this, that many people in the world think that Ritalin comes from cocaine. Wait, it doesn't come from cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So one thing I will say, though, is even though that these two things are both stimulants and could have molecularly similar, like similar, they could have molecular similarities doesn't mean that they interact in any way the same. As an example of something to drive this point home, did you know that margarine, the butter substitute that most most households use in their like for bread and butter and all over the world has almost the same molecules as plastic except for one molecule. It's one molecule different from plastic. Does this mean that you're essentially eating plastic? Absolutely not. Am I regretting using this example out of fear that more people might hear this and continue the rumor that margarine is essentially plastic? Yes. <laughs> nice. Wow. I thought I thought you were going with a complete different fucking. I thought you were going to say that fucking like most people in the world that use fucking margarine actually believe that it is butter. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Butter. No, uh, that's why I was laughing. I was like, God, this I know, is going to be fucking dumb. So <laughs> no, it, people think it's plastic. Because it's 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 one molecule different from plastic, <laughs> but does that mean it's anything close to plastic? No, yeah, absolutely we, not. I think we share ninety eight percent of 
the DNA of like broccoli code or something with uh, bananas. Yeah. yeah, bananas. Whoa, dude, yeah. that shit is bananas. And fun fact, uh, fungus is more closely related to animals than plants. Whoa. So Whoa. like the, the, a human, a human, us. Yeah, we are more closely related to mushrooms than we are to plants, even though we eat plants mostly. Huh. Nah, I eat mushrooms. So mostly, <laughs> eating mushrooms is almost cannibalism in this example. I mean, yeah, kind of think about yeah, think about it. Like plants, they get their energy from the sun. Yeah, right. And they 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 breathe out oxygen. Mushrooms are the other way around. They're like us. They don't get energy from the sun. True. Yeah, they get and they breathe. They eat like out. decomposition, right? Yeah, that's interesting. And they breathe out CO two like we do. Anyway, Whoa! Damn. So they. They eat decomposition, and then they also are composers, too. Shout out Michael Lyko. Yeah, 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 Michael Lyko. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention this because saying something is molecularly similar or chemically similar does not make them similar in the sense that they're going to spread across bread the same or get you energized the same or anything like that. So just because they could be chemically similar does not make them similar in the way that they interact with your brain and body. That's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah, and I need to fact check myself. Sorry. Oh, is it not bananas? It's not fucking 98%. That's crazy. <laughs> Especially because I just said that plants aren't very closely related to humans. Uh, it's it's about 50%. Uh, for bananas? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's still a lot, though, dude. I yeah, and then on average, 44.1% for plant DNA whoa. being the same as human DNA. Mm. Well, about mushroom? Fungi? That's plant. much closer. Um, no, yeah, that's what I said. Banana's a plant, so that's why it, so it while, couldn't be a So while you uh, fact check that, I will just talk about the legality really quick. Methylphenidate is a Schedule two substance in the United States, meaning that it's highly restricted and its, pot- uh, its potential for abuse and addiction is well documented and known, even though they allow doctors to give, it, uh, give lifelong prescriptions to children. Hell so. yeah, dude. Awesome. <laughs> Shout out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. That, Wait. So you, uh, Peter, who gets to be a child lifelong? Peter Pan. I said lifelong prescriptions. <laughs> Two children. Yes. Yeah. So what are you confused like, about? There's no kid that gets to live. No, long. but he's saying you're giving a prescription to a kid that is a that has no expiration. Date. It is going to continue the rest of their life. It has, they're it, starting not, as children. It's not an opiate no, uh, prescription that's funny. like, oh, you take this first six weeks, then you wean yeah. off. It's no, yeah. here's this. You're going to be on this for the rest of your life. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's what I meant. Yes. I just thought that somehow there's some kids out there that figured out the. The like secret, the years. fucking secret, yeah, the, fucking the, Peter Pan. They've made multiple movies about it, dude. Shit, how have I missed that? Goddamn dude. gobstopper children, <laughs> <laughs> everlasting gobstopper children, the Sour Patch Kids, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, those gobstoppers are bad for you, dude. Yeah, they weren't real, were they? What? I they were just in the movie. A gobstopper isn't is a candy. Willy Wonka. It is a candy. What? Did, wait, he just what? made fun of it. Did you say Willy Wonka? Yeah, the, the everlasting, everlasting gobstopper. The one that just never... Oh, that, never okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I thought, you were, I thought you were saying the little munchkin people were gobstoppers, and I was like, <laughs> what? what? I was like... <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what was so funny about that show is like, they... Movie. Yeah, what the fuck ever. 
is it's like it really it really uh took the attention away from planned obsolescence you know he made this thing that is never meant to go away it lasts forever but that that would be an amazing world to live in where where companies made things like that but the reality we live in is this planned obsolescence reality where they make stuff intentionally so that then it breaks and it doesn't last that long there then you have to buy a new one yeah yeah yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Willy Wonka. Bro. No, yeah, shout dude. out Willy Wonka, dude. He didn't give a fuck about Toyota. Yeah, dude. Fucking negative shout out. Fucking. Uh, you didn't I give a know, fuck about iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> negative shout out at fucking Apple, dude. I just bought a new computer, and that's so sad. You have to buy Apple products, dude. I dude, know. it fucking Hate pisses that. me off, dude. So I bought a new, I bought a new MacBook Pro, and literally the fucking they don't have like docks like to where you, like like they did but they were like oh yeah we don't have them in stock and it's like okay so like it's a dock that basically goes from like thunderbolt 4 or like USB-C into like every other like plug that you need like i had to buy three separate adapters to be fucking to go what? from like all three of the USB-C ports to like things that i need like i need to go from like USB-C or sorry thunderbolt 4 to thunderbolt 2 and then uh to connect my interface and shit and then also i need to go from like thunderbolt 4 to usb a which is just usb c to usb a and then i also need to go from usb c to fucking ethernet and they they make ports for these but like at the apple store was just like oh yeah like we don't have those in stock and we can't order them and i was just like then what the fuck am i supposed to do and they're like, oh, you could fucking order three of these individual ones. And I'm like, cool, that's fucking insane. And also, it's like, okay, or I could go buy a, a Windows computer for <laughs> $3,000 less that performs yeah. five times as good. And it will not be obsolete in a couple of years. Um, but it doesn't run these stupid fucking audio programs as well. Or like, yeah, it's it, like it's I can't, so, I can't or you can't get the specific programs. Yeah, yeah. it's so lame. Yeah, it's insane so yeah. negative shout out fucking apple dude you guys fucking no more suck. negative shout out windows someone make a really good um uh, just recording software on windows so they people- do the cubase is but uh there's actually a lot of really good recording programs that are you can run on windows but it's just not the industry standard pro tools is which yeah. is fucking annoying because avid fucking is fucking annoying all the time like i mean they make they made a crazy good program it is fucking really good but it's also like it takes fucking forever for them to like update their shit to like whenever Apple comes out with a new computer, it's like, okay, and now we Every need year? a fucking, yeah. And it's like, okay, now we need like a year to make it compatible. And it's like, okay, that's fucking lame. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sticking with my windows computer for now and yeah. for the next 10 years that it won't go obsolete. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I went on a <laughs> anyway. full rant right there, dude. Oh yeah. It's all yeah. Good. You guys think Bill so, Gates takes Ritalin? Uh, Probably. Mm, well, hard, no. See. What does Pfizer connect? I think to? he's does a Pfizer vegan. Have a version so, of that? No. Or or he's, he's a, a vegan. He, I think he is a vegan. Interesting. He, he has like some big part to play in Beyond Burger or something, and oh, um, interesting. And vaccines, but anyway. So, <laughs> do you think Bill Gates, like th- as a kid, do you think he was just like, I'm gonna grow up one day and have a gate company? Like, I'm gonna, it's gonna fucking, I'm it's, gonna, called, it's gonna be called I'm Bill's gonna grow Gates. up one day and I'm Bill's gonna have ADHD. Gates. So, <laughs> let's talk about the history of Ritalin, guys. True. So, R- Ritalin, unfortunately, does not have nearly as cool of a history as Adderall or <laughs> even close to as extensive. But, 
for the short history that it has, let's get into it. Methylphenidate was first synthesized in 1944 by a Swiss pharmaceutical company, Kiba or Chiba or Siba. Siba. By, by Kohiba. By <laughs> chemist Leandro Panizon. Panizon. Oh, it's not Panizon. Leonardo, it's Leandro. Leandro, Leandro. Panizon. Panizon. <laughs> <laughs> And the name stems from his wife, who used methylphenidate for her low blood pressure. Her name was Margarita. So so the name for the drug Ritalin was named after that. Margarita. So Rita. So it's not Ritalin, it's Ritalin. Like Margarita. That's actually really cool. Yeah, so that's about the only cool part of the history of Ritalin. Drinking drinking. Margarita Lynn out of cups. Wow. Yeah, Come that was really on, bad. Man. I apologize. I might actually cut that out, dude. Nah, <laughs> standing. <laughs> nah, you're gonna I have stand to, by you're gonna have I'm to doubling sit. down, dude. That would actually be a really cool drink to make. Uh, <laughs> it's a <laughs> Ritalin. A Ritalin a margarita. In, margar- in your margarita, and you just call it like <laughs> Margarita Lynn. If <laughs> <laughs> someone could order it, it's just got like a red margaritalin. Margaritalinville, dude. <laughs> so it was. It was not until 1954 that Ritalin would become known as a stimulant drug at all, and was later introduced into the United States starting in 1957. It would be used in the U.S. initially to treat narcolepsy, depression, and barbiturate-induced comas. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> To wake people up from barbiturate comas was what Wait, it was initially used for. Do you think that's what that Green Day song is about? Is wake me up when September ends? Ah, <laughs> oh, funny. Funny, funny. Um, He's like, give me Ritalin. Yeah. But it just seems really weird. Like, someone's just knocked the fuck out and you're like, oh, <laughs> might as well shoot them up with ADHD meds. Stimul- okay, well, it yeah. wasn't used for ADHD no, at the time. They didn't even know. Yeah. It- they should have used that for uh, that scene in Friday. He's like, you got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Give him some Ritalin. Wake up. Yeah. Or in, uh, <laughs> go on a rampage. In Pulp Fiction, when she's fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> he gives her uh, uh, epinephrine. <laughs> yeah. I need like, to rewatch straight that to the movie. chest. That's a great movie, dude. <laughs> so it wasn't until the 1960s that methylphenidate would be used to even treat ADHD in the United States after studies by an American psychiatrist, Charles Br- Bradley. Wait, um, Charles Bradley is that dope ass fucking. Well, he's dead, but no. he was a dope ass singer, dude. Fucking I was gonna say, Bradley, I dude. don't think Charles Bradley was that cool, dude. He was check researching out fucking No Time the, for Dreaming, dude. It's a great record. He was researching the effects of I stimulants on cool. maladjusted children, so I don't think he was that cool. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, negative shout out that Charles Bradley, dude. Charles Bradley that I'm talking about, dope ass. Yeah, No Time for Dreaming. Charles Bradley 2011 album, dude, with the Menahan Street Band. The guy fucking ruled. Continue. The thing is, those were some of the big studies, though, that showed that these medications were effective in treating ADHD. Yes. Um, Before ADHD was even fully understood. Yes. And I agree with it. I feel like it's wrong. No, no, no. Okay, so what, what I said last episode is that I think it is right for people to take chemical treatments for ADHD if that works for them. But I don't think it is the end-all be-all answer for the majority of people. And no. I will even concede that I think maybe it is the end-all be-all of 
for some people who maybe can't afford uh, to go see therapy or, uh, you know, who are just like have really bad symptoms to where they need the chemical adjustment. But right. I don't think we should. And I think this with pretty much most things is that you shouldn't just be throwing chemicals at it to try to fix it. That's the same with even like people who drink to, to have fun or to get over shit. Like it's the same thing. You shouldn't just throw chemicals at anything to treat anything. I think that even with coffee to go to like, you yeah. need coffee to go to work. There's something wrong there. Yeah. Well, maybe not in the society we live in where work, you have to work fucking so often, but yeah, like, no, well, that's a problem on its own. But yeah. all I'm saying is like, I don't personally entertain the idea that everything has to be chemically treated, but I do understand for some people that could be the case. So I'm not saying that stimulant drugs for ADHD are a bad thing at all. I don't think they're a bad thing. I'm just saying not for everybody. Yeah. Most, most things you shouldn't probably do every day. And the fact that, you know, like people have to wake up, uh, people have to like wake up and drink coffee as in like myself, just to like get through the day, like so far today, I've had six Turkish coffees just to do this podcast. I <laughs> uh, dude, I was thinking about cranking another coffee. I got these uh, dude, th- yeah. these things that are usually five six bucks from the store at grocery outlet. Had them for ninety nine cents each, so I bought a whole case. Damn, fuck yeah! What are they? Them. I'm trying to get off the coffee, dude. What uh, What are you drinking currently? They're Rise Brewing Co. Oat Milk Latte Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Damn, fuck yeah! That sounds pretty fucking good, actually. It is pretty good, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, back, back to the, God. We are just getting off pace, dude. Today. I know the last episode we were all like so focused, and it probably sounded like we were like on Adderall. And this episode, just like, damn, did they not take their Adderall today? They switch yeah. up their medication. Honestly, okay. One of the it's annoying thing things is it. most most people that fucking ask me about the podcast. And they're like, oh, like, do you guys like are you guys like on the drugs? Like, why are you doing? It? It's like, no, we never. We never have been and we never will be on these drugs while we're fucking doing the podcast. It's annoying. I mean, Shut I up. think were were we drinking Except for coffee and fucking cannabis? I think alcohol. We were drinking beers on the alcohol. Episode. Yeah, I think we were too, and cannabis. But those are the yeah. only ones. I'm not doing heroin <laughs> while we're fucking on the heroin episode. Yo, man, it's just like this shit's it's so like good. There's, just, there's like three minutes. Of, there's there's three minutes of no talking, and it's just not. You just out. hear someone go. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> to be the dumbest most boring podcast ever and i've gotten yeah. the same thing like oh I, I wouldn't listen to that i don't want to listen to three people just like high on drugs yeah. it's like then it's like listen to our podcast because yeah, that's absolutely like, not what we do exactly dude it's so yeah. frustrating i was anyway. telling my mom though how like we're gonna trip um before the lsd episode to try to get in the headspace and she was like oh that makes sense and because she was asking oh do you, do you guys have like plans of how do you like how do you know which drugs to be talking about she asked she asked like oh are you starting to get to a point where there's God not as many and that's why i wrote down all the drugs that i did and sent yeah. you guys that thing because uh she's like oh do you guys feel like you're getting to a point i was like no we're at like 30 something episodes and i was like i've done more drugs than that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and she was like, "What?" She got all pissed off. But anyway, no, she was like, she uh, she didn't know why. Shut I was up, like, mom. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you always think you're better than me. <laughs> you don't know everything. <laughs> I was trying to say how sometimes we we have like re- relevance for certain episodes on certain days. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'll figure out a word. Okay. To My bad. So it was in the- off of. <laughs> I don't know why I was. I wasn't thinking. So and went- we're back. So it was in the 1990s that the rise of stimulant drugs being prescribed for ADHD 
rose drastically within the United States with methylphenidate being one of the main prescribed drugs. And as we all know, it was also in the 90s that we saw the introduction of amphetamine drugs as treatments for ADHD as well. Those like things like Adderall. True. True, 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 true. Positive shout out the 90s. And dude. like I said, that is the brief history of Ritalin. That yeah. is, that's it. It's like uh, there's so little information out there um, about the history other than the, the dude who made it named it after his wife, uh, Margarita. So. Margarita Lynn. Also, uh, Bill Gates doesn't have ADHD but has Asperger's. Damn. Really? Interesting. Did we say he had ADHD? No, we no, no, no. He speculated. Oh, uh, gotcha. Ritalin. Okay, for surezies. Uh, uh, very interesting. I did not know that. Uh, well, now you do. Wait, what do I know? I don't know. All right. So, Micah, now that we learned the 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 the, the basics, the history, would you like to learn to us about the dang old the uh, the science corner? Hakeem the Science Corner. Uh, 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 Hakeem. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had like a fucking banjo like sound because that would be so funny to put in there. Like just every time we go into like the Hakeem Science Corner, you think it's gonna be like you like you, when you when you picture like science, you picture like all these like orchestral things, like super smart, like classical music or whatever. Like at least for me, super smart. But then you just put in like a banjo, just like dun 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 dun, dun. And it's just like <laughs> totally like redneck fucking redneck science. I mean, huh. that's what, that's what I'm saying. You are Micah, but I'm just saying that'd be funny. Redneck science. Wow. Yeah, I love that. Wook science, dude. Wook science. <laughs> that's what Geo calls it. Shout out Geo. <laughs> yeah, positive shout out, Geo, dude. Yeah. Uh, Geo, dude. He always calls it, he, <laughs> he always calls it Wook Science, dude. Wait, like, what does he call Wook Science? Everything. Wait, so what is what? So no, re- even calls, real he science. Calls, he calls, he calls Wook Science. No, he calls like people saying like just crazy bullshit about you know. Oh, nice stuff. I don't want to lose listeners. Um, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, anyway. yeah. <laughs> All right, shout out Geo. <laughs> Uh, methylphenidate. Wow, mm-hmm. that was good. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty okay. Good. Cool. Awesome. Methylphenidate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking Creed? That's my ad lib. <laughs> no, uh, methylphenidate. Yeah. Damn, we all three had different ones. Mine was su- a secret agent, man. It's funny because my coworker was talking about how he was listening to Pearl Jam, and he was trying to tell me like, "Oh yeah, you know that one song, <laughs> what the one?" And then he goes, <laughs> "He goes, oh, I'm oh, sorry, I don't know, really, I don't really know the words." And Nobody like, does. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I don't know any words to any Pearl Jam song ever. I couldn't name a single Pearl Jam song, but I know they all sound the same. I think for the rest of the podcast, we should just sing fucking songs but and just just put methylphenidate in there no you should just say say the things you're gonna say about science but in the pearl jam singing voice <laughs> methylphenidate is a power drug derived drug damn that's actually pretty good <laughs> 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 hell yeah, yeah. Like 
So the dopamine, uh, it gets released in your brain. Methamphetamine. All right, all right, all right. All right, yeah, we took this right. way too far. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was feeling like I went too far with mine. Yeah, I know. As soon as I went into mine, I was like, "This is too much," but I can't stop now. Can't all right, stop, let's keep going. Then. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so we talked about amphetamine last week. Uh, and mostly the amphetamine salts that contain in Adderall. Um, but today, we talked about Ritalin a little bit. Um, methylphenidate uh, It's different than amphetamine. However, it's structurally related to it. Um, it's a piperidine. Piperidine? I don't even know how to say that. Uh, derived central nervous system stimulant. So um, being different than Adderall, Adderall meaning those amphetamine salts we talked about last week, um, it is still a central nervous system stimulant that binds to the dopamine transporter in the presynaptic cell membrane uh, of neurons, uh, blocking reuptake of dopamine and causing a resultant increase in the extracellular dopamine levels. So you can kind of think of it similar to uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, drugs like Prozac and Zoloft used for depression, um, and the fact that it is actually trying to create more dopamine hanging out in the synaptic cleft between two neurons, um, you know, stimulating, stimulating those neurons. Um, rather than just full-on releasing dopamine like amphetamine does. Um, ah, so you would say that it fo- probably has less euphoric uh, effects than like what Adderall would kind of do? Initially. Or like what other stimulants would, uh, other stimulants might do, I guess? Um, yeah, comparatively? definitely. I think that, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it could be a little bit less uh, pleasurable due to the fact that it's, um, like, I don't really think of Zoloft or Prozac or any of those antidepressants as pleasurable drugs, even though they can help you experience more pleasure and a heightened state of mood. I disagree. In your day-to-day life. <laughs> really? Yeah, no. Because I, I was on them for a long time and they didn't help with anything. Huh. Yeah. No, Interesting. Uh, All right. Uh, I have a question. So you said it binds to Jason Statham, the dopamine trans- transporter? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys never seen Transporter? <laughs> no. Uh, it's a movie with Jason, starring Jason Statham, who is the transporter. I figured that would that might or may <laughs> that might fly over your head or might not. I figured I'd give it a give it a shot. I don't know. Though. Someone's probably someone's probably. Yeah. Hopefully, if, if any of you guys are laughing, if you're listening to this, pause the shout out. If you're not laughing, fuck you. Go fucking watch Transporter <laughs> and Transporter Two and well, three. and Transporting and Transporter. Yeah, I don't and even know if there's a Transporter Three or not. Is there? There's no Transporter Three either. Yeah. I think there's only one Transporting movie. There's two. Is there? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, the yeah. There is a really second good, one. Actually. Yeah. I I did see that. Yeah. I'll have to I'll have to watch that. I mean, I didn't see it, but I'll have to. Watch. I saw that there was one. Anyway, <laughs> my bad. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so versus versus amphetamine. Um. This ends up the, the methylphenidate causes the release of newly synthesized uh dopamine from the nerve terminal. Um. Which is kind of cool. So Hell anyway, yeah. uh, we talked about microdialysis a little bit last weekend. Or week, uh, yesterday. Came out. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, yep, tomorrow day. Um, so anyway, uh, there's there's been some studies that have confirmed the in vivo, meaning in the animal or in the human or whatever, ability of methylphenidate to increase extracellular dopamine levels, uh, in the striatum and the nucleus accumbens. Um, and I, I've mentioned these two areas, these regions, a couple times in previous episodes, and I haven't really described them in detail. 
Um, so I felt like I would take this episode to kind of describe them a little bit because uh, at the end of the day, Ritalin is still a stimulant drug. It's very similar to amphetamine um, and there's not a, a shit ton to talk about. Um, so I kind of wanted to talk about some brain stuff to help maybe make some of this make more sense for this episode, for previous episodes, and then also for future episodes. Um, so there's the more recent application of uh, single photon emission compute. Uh, computed tomography, which is a fancy way of taking images, um, has helped to confirm that the highest area of methylphenidate uptake in humans is in the striatum. And the striatum, for those of you who do not know, is one of the main components of the basal ganglia. I love, love That's such words. a nice word, dude. That's like right? my favorite word besides diclotylodonies. <laughs> basal ganglia. <laughs> I'm going to get the, both of those tattooed like, on my chest. Like on one side, it's going to be diclotylodonies. <laughs> The other side is going to be basal ganglia. <laughs> fucking nerd. Dude, that'd be the hardest tattoo of all time. Dude. That'd be the hardest you go to, shirt. You that go shirt would be harder than the one you're wearing. Dude. Oh, yo. Positive oh, shout out Matt and Shane's secret no. podcast right, for the man. fucking dope-ass trippy shirt that fucking Matt, Matt made. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to make Jeff Bezos ganglia on these nuts. <laughs> I don't know, man. God damn, dude. The anyway. fucking jokes today are terrible. <laughs> uh, Mostly my own. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of funny that they're called a ganglia because they're, they're a group of nuclei. Yeah. So like, you know, nucleus, it's a gang. the nucleus are, are those the thing that, you know, contains DNA within the cell. Um, so these are a group of nuclei, uh, a gang of nuclei. Just a gang of a bunch of DNA, dude. A gang yeah. of DNA. Yeah. Um, they have a variety of functions. Some are, uh, you know, stealing. Others are pimping. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Others are selling drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but are best known <laughs> for their role in uh, facilitating voluntary movement. So in Parkinson's disease, actually, um, uh, the basal ganglia is severely affected. And uh, you'll see the motor functions of those suffering from the disease, um, such as like their gait, so their their the way they walk, um, being uh, disrupted pretty severely, and also other bodily functions like the tremors you see in their hands um, when they're shaking and stuff. So uh, I just I wanted to mention that so that people could kind of get an idea of this this region of the brain, what it's you know responsible for, um, and then some of the areas that are connected to this region. So does that is that one of the reasons why if you take a lot of amphetamines or it's specifically amphetamines, but also stimulants that you have the involuntary movements. Is it affecting your basoganglia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, and so some of this really is actually kind of going to tie into um, uh, addiction because I know, so I've mentioned, um, you know, the that reward pathway and kind of the addiction pathway in the brain. Um, but really the, the ventral striatum um, is what contains the nucleus accumbens. And this is a nucleus that contains or has been extensively studied for its its role in rewarding experiences. Um, and uh, as a whole, the ventral striatum and the nucleus accumbens uh, both are associated with reward, reinforcement, and the progression uh, the progression just from uh, experiencing something rewarding to compulsively seeking it out as part of an addiction. Um, so the ventral striatum is activated when we do or even just anticipate doing something we know will end up being pleasurable. Um, and this pathway ends up traveling from the ventral tegmental area to the nucleus accumbens. Um, and it's called the mesolimbic dopamine pathway. So this is that that sort of reward um, pathway that I've talked about in previous episodes. And it's activated during rewarding experiences, such as using addictive drugs, um, and is you know considered a primary component of the reward system. So anyway, um, being that methylphenidate works on dopamine uh, in a 
different fashion than amphetamine, its counterpart. Um, it still has uh, addictive, you know, potent- it has, it, there's a potential for abuse with it because it is a stimulant drug that has pleasurable effects. Um, and I would say it probably has less likely for abuse than something like amphetamine due to that. But everyone is different and it's hard to say how much pleasurable or how, how pleasure it will be for someone versus someone else. I mean, it's possible someone could have ADHD symptoms and not find it pleasurable at all and just it just works for them. And then there could be people who don't have ADHD symptoms and they find it really fun or enjoyable or recreational. Um, yeah. I won't talk too much on that. I don't like it personally. It's I've never been prescribed it, but when I've taken it, I've never enjoyed it. Um, made me feel kind of depressed, which is interesting because it's actually mm. been used for depression. Um, and so I'll just mention very briefly, it has appreciable effects on norepinephrine reuptake and also binds weakly to the serotonin transporter. Um, so I think that could be partially why it's also good for depression and is Wait, why said people... It, said it binds weekly to like weekly as in like like not strongly like not like every tuesday oh right? sorry i told you to shut up i thought you were gonna make another jason statham joke no i mean I, I, i'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to i'm just trying to like make sure i understood that because i when you first said weekly i was like what every like every tuesday what the fuck like, it, just picks, it just picks to bind it with it on like a tuesday <laughs> yeah that's exactly like, i only uh, hang out with this guy once a week yeah okay. um, so you, you meant weekly as in like not, not strongly. strongly. Okay. Yeah. W-E-A. <laughs> yeah. Good observation. Yeah. Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no so, stupid yeah. questions in this class. <laughs> dude. <Yeah. laughs> there's, there's no stupid questions when you're surrounded by stupid people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was very rude of me to say but, uh, to both of you. I apologize. That's okay. Uh, I'll, I'll be you're like, I apologize, but I, mean, I do what not What I said to you last week... <laughs> What'd you say to me? I don't, I don't remember. Like <laughs> my memory is trash. You, you were just like, you were saying, I was like trying to read something and you were like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm stupid. Like, I don't mean to say, and I was just like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah, this guy's a fucking idiot. Let's keep going. Just don't listen to anything. <laughs> Glad you said it, not me. Let's, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, my bad. Yeah. So, so uh, it's toxic too. Um, although it's maybe not as addictive, it's, it's toxic. Um, Raven kind of mentioned mm-hmm. some of the effects, you know, that it has being, it's still a stimulant drug, so it has very similar effects, uh, weight loss, you know, increased, uh, um, arousal potentially, um, decreased, uh, you know, mood maybe at the end, <laughs> increased mood at the beginning, decreased mood at the end. Um, I don't know. So, well, there, th- people have taken large doses of this drug, um, and ended up with kind of some, uh, overdose type effects, but not death. Um, I know that Raven mentioned earlier that it has caused caused death, but it's not very common. Um, anyway, uh, there's been some cases where it's it's resulted in convulsions, um, and uh, even though it's more active than amphetamine as an antidepressant, uh, and as a treatment for overdosage of depressant drugs, it has actually made uh, schizophrenic patients. Uh, experience worse symptoms when they've been prescribed it. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. So That's seems, not good. Not seem, seems like not the smartest thing to do to people that have already too much dopamine in their brain. Um, start giving them a drug that literally keeps more dopamine hanging out in the brain. It's yeah. not a good idea. But they've, they've given it to them and it's resulted in some fucked up shit. Um, anyway, some of the other effects are uh, anorexia, nausea, 
the, the dry mouth Raven mentioned, uh, insomnia, which I think is one thing that we should really be considering when thinking about these drugs being uh, prescribed to children, um, is that your developmental years for the brain, sleep is one of the most important things that you can get uh, and, and do for the body. Like, it probably is like if you're going to think of any drug being the, like the best medication, best drug or anything, it's sleep. At the end of the day, it does so many things for you. And so for for children to be, um, you know, experiencing insomnia from this drug, I think that's just something that it's really uh, shitty and should be thought of more when people are considering, you know, putting their kids on the patch. Yeah, I sleep 16 yeah. hours a night because I'm trying to heal myself. Right. I'm trying to, well, I'm trying to recover. You dude. know what's really cool about <laughs> sleeping? Just fun fact is that you re- you'll uh, you'll drain cerebral spinal fluid, which contains a shit ton of toxins that have built up throughout the day or you know, a few days. But when you sleep, when you get good sleep, your body will drain this from the brain as it should. It's supposed to. It's like a, a very good like just waste technique. <laughs> um, but when you don't sleep, that shit builds up. Um, over like over time, it builds up and it gets it starts to damage the brain. Um, Damn! Apparently. So it's like wearing a diaper for your brain, and it just kind builds of. up and builds up until you're fucking. Well, you know how raw? it's so funny <laughs> because you know how like we power cycle our technology. Yeah. Sometimes when it's like, oh, what? Oh, I can't figure out what to do. Oh, I might as well just turn it off. Yeah. I swear that's just what humans have to do sometimes. That totally. That's a good. Like we good. literally just need to sleep sometimes to be able to get to the next step. Yeah. Um, totally. Hell yeah. But anyway, I was was listening to this interview with this guy who was like, yeah, I used to do uh, math and longest I ever stayed up was 13 days. And the interviewer was like, the interviewer was like, like what kind of things started happening around that time? Like, what did you experience? He was like, I don't know. Just like really like spacey. Couldn't think of anything. Like couldn't think clearly. Just like was acting like it was so chill. It's like, no, you were probably in the street with your pants off. Yeah. <laughs> going yeah. crazy. Well, G- yeah, seeing, yeah. seeing people is like a very common effect for being awake too long. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Shadow people. That happens to me after just two days. Yeah. I the, start hallucinating really bad if I don't get sleep. I yeah, saw the same. craziest uh, Reddit post of a guy mentioning how he would uh, try to stay up super long taking stimulant drugs so that he could have sex with one of the shadow people. That's awesome. Dude, hell yeah. That really and he is, did. That's I think cool. that's the only way it. that's the only Whoa. way you should fucking stay up. That's the only reason you should ever stay up that long. <laughs> is to yeah, have right. sex with the shadow people, dude. <laughs> uh, one thing I just have to mention about sleep that is interesting is uh, the studio I used to work at, uh, literally sometimes we would work for like two weeks straight, just super long days, and like we would just start acting so fucking weird and shit. Uh, like to where like the owner would literally be like, all right, like I, well, you guys need like a day off soon. Cause it's starting to get weird around here. <laughs> I was like, you're the one who's fucking making me work fucking two weeks straight, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's totally true. Like I think for anyone, when we get to at the end of our night shifts, when it gets to 5 AM, once things, if anything starts to happen or like act seem weird or whatever, we'll look at the time and we'll be like, Oh, it's 5 AM. That's why. Yeah. And it's it's funny because it's kind of always around about five a.m. People start to like fuck up, make a mistake. Yeah, well, I mean, what they're saying halfway through they're talking. Your body no- like knows what time it is. Yeah, hundred percent. Even if you've tricked it into different things with drugs or whatever you're doing. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, fun facts. Um, was that so? All of that before? Yeah, was the fun fact. Yeah, there's some more. This huh. is. Oh, so you're doing a mid fun fact? Yeah. No, he also said a fun fact at the beginning though too. So he's doing yeah. a, he's doing a. So you're covering all bases. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) I was gonna say something about that, but I didn't know. There's a lot of facts today, and they're fun. 
Okay. Hell yeah, dude. Some of these aren't cool. that fun. Those are my but, favorite. Um, f- those are my favorite facts. Good. Just good fun fact etiquette right there. I like yeah. car facts too, but fun facts are the best. Nah, fuck them. <laughs> okay, so right. anyway, fuck them fish. Um, <laughs> what? Don't yeah, worry. Fuck about fish, it. dude. Uh, <laughs> so methylphenidate right, um, has been evaluated as a potential therapy for improving mood, uh, cognition, and pain control in cancer patients which I thought was pretty fascinating. Um, a placebo-controlled trial demonstrated that the addition of oral methylphenidate resulted in improved cognition function in uh, 20 patients receiving continuous subcutaneous narcotics for cancer pain. Um, subcutaneous is that uh, method of injecting just right below the first layer of the skin. I think it's what they use oh. for insulin. Um, so that's just the first layer of the seven-layer dip. Yep. Gotcha. It's, that's the beans. I think it's like the second layer, but yeah. Uh, oh, that's the lettuce. I mean, that's probably lettuce. Oh, wait. There's lettuce at seven layer dip. Yeah, what do you think? All layers, the, there's dude. like, there's like lettuce, onions, cheese, oh. beans. Sour that's cream. four. Sour cream five. Uh, oh, okay. Guacamole, I think, is also guacamole in. So it's six. Essentially, just a chipotle bowl. Rice. <laughs> if there's rice, but it, usually there's not rice. Yeah. Let What's me, the seventh here, You layer? continue talking. Let me look up a uh, seven, <laughs> seven layer really quick. Let's yeah, get, let's get that's a good recipe going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 21 patients who had a stroke uh, were given either methylphenidate or placebo after admission to a rehab unit and uh, significant reductions in depression rating skills and enhancements in motor and functional scores we're seeing in the methylphenidate-treated patients compared with their placebo controls, which I also thought was pretty interesting. Um, it really does seem like it is somehow effective in improving mood in depressed people, um, which I thought was weird for me, right? Because when I said I tried it recreationally, it wasn't... It, it, it gave me depression. Um, temporary. Like, it just it put me in a bad mood. Um, gave me permanent depression <laughs> I got depression <laughs> <laughs> um, but so there's been last last but not least uh, there's been some case reports indicating uh, the potential role for methylphenidate in addressing cognitive difficulties and depression again <laughs> in patients with AIDS wow Whoa. Yeah. wait did I mention earlier too that it was used in the I want to say like 50s and 60s and 70s for old people with memory problems. Yeah, I don't know if uh, I can't remember if you mentioned it, but I read that and I was like, oh, that seems really interesting. Because yeah. It seems like they use it in populations that you wouldn't typically give it to. <laughs> Just old people like, old people, oh, I can remember now! Cancer people, <laughs> schizophrenics. <laughs> okay, you know what's fucked up? They yeah, give schizophrenics the everything. It's really sad. I don't know if you guys have noticed that with all drugs, like like a lot of drugs, they give them to schizophrenics. I they, mean, they, we they start terrible. out well because it's kind of a way of like it's like a you know something's you, gonna work one of these days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it sticks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's literally like that with it's some spaghetti. dude diseases. Where it's literally just, a doctor just going <laughs> fucking Kobe and just shooting the fucking, yeah. and then it just not landing in the trash can. Just like God damn it, I missed again. <laughs> yeah, on to the next one. Yeah, damn, that's fucked. So wait, why uh, why does it uh, have like difficulties uh, in depression in patients with AIDS? Like why? Uh, 
<laughs> I don't know, man. Like, what? Why? Why is it only people with AIDS? Like, why does? Why is? I don't. I really don't know. I think that's why. I think it's very specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, really know much about AIDS, so I don't really know. Like, listen, man, you look tired. You 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 look tired. And, uh, in some studies, it's just one of those weird. Like, here's a way to use a parameter. So, like when they were looking at some of the effects of psilocybin being beneficial for anxiety, uh, like treating anxiety in uh, cancer patients who were um, dealing with like end of life cancer diagnosis. So, like they they have an actual timeline. Um, uh, I think a lot of those are like. Yes, the study was created for that reason, but also there's like a side to it where it's kind of like, okay, we're finding out how well this drug is effective in treating anxiety as a whole. So let's use a group of people who are severely affected by anxiety yeah. and we'll see how it affects them first. Because it, it comes down a lot of the times to like uh, when determining if these things are okay uh, is like a study essentially is um, the, uh, I forget what they call it, but um, not cost effective, but uh, like the benefit outweighs the risks, kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Um, so when giving something like methylphenidate to look at its beneficial effects on depression to a community who's already struggling pretty hard with depression and doesn't really have anything that works for them, yeah, it's better to give it to them first rather than just uh, normal healthy adults. I think. Yeah, I see. Okay, I see. Because then at that point, it's like, oh, there may be more of a common factor within all of those people of, like, like if you give it to a bunch of people of just adults, like, some of them might be depressed, some of them might not be depressed, but uh, at least, like, with this particular thing, it's like, at least there's going to be, like, the same underlying symptom and cause of maybe the yeah. depression. Yeah, it's a, I'm not that, it's a little not more controlled. That, and not saying that all people with AIDS have depression or something like that, but, like, uh, yeah, no, it's you know. just very good. It's easy to say that the AIDS population, the people who experience it are definitely or suffer from it are definitely experiencing more depression rates than the average public. I see. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, and it makes sense to use that. It's just, it's more controlled. Like, um, right. It, yeah. No, that, that makes sense for sure. It's also probably all depression stemming from, you know, pretty specific thing. They have a shared uh, disease that they. Right, dealing with killing them, yeah, slowly, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, that's real interesting. Yeah, but that's it. That's all I have for AIDS today. For AIDS, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Do you, have, do you have anything else about Ritalin though? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. No. All right. That's sick. Hell yeah. Um. Well, yeah, dude, that's all. It's always interesting learning about the science. Sorry if I derailed a lot of that. Uh, (laughs) 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 My brain is fucking, I need Ritalin today, dude. My brain is all over the fucking place. This is is a problem. Yeah, it's okay. I I railed a few Ritalin lines. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) To get you back on the rail. Hell yeah, dude. I appreciate it, dude. Fucking Ritalin by uh, proxy. (laughs) I don't know what that even meant. <laughs> you know what? Anyway, uh, yeah, dude. I think that was a reference to Munchausen by proxy, which is like I don't know what that a is either. Psychology thing. I'm, nope, that was not a reference to that. But I mean, I guess it could be. That oh. was just me <laughs> saying some dumb things as per usual. So anyway, you guys want to learn about horse racing? Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> so uh Apparently, people use fucking Ritalin and other ADHD medication as well as cocaine and meth to give to the horse races or to give to their horse, their racing, to give to their racing horses to give them a a stimulated effect. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, Uh, especially because the science does not back it whatsoever. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, maybe for Adderall because it's kind of like more of a stimulant and cocaine and meth for sure. I mean, specifically... Ritalin, because there's yeah. people that have tried to use Ritalin a lot for performance enhancement, and yeah. um, it, it, most some of the studies say it's beneficial, but most of the studies like very much contradict the fact. That, like they're they're like it is not helping you. If anything, it's hindering you. Yeah, which is wild that it's <laughs> like still like what I was talking about with the sports thing of trying to get like a sport. TUE <laughs> go sports uh, to to get a uh, therapeutic use exemption. Um, it it's like why would you even need that for Ritalin if it doesn't enhance your performance anyways of right. like, of like physical performance and stuff so yeah weird um but yeah so a race horse by the name of Confidential Dash in New Mexico tested wow. positive for Ritalin which is a zero tolerance rule in horse racing it's like yeah, I hope so yeah what the fuck I don't yeah. care if it's like yeah. caffeine you shouldn't be doing that absolutely yeah it is very strange so yeah don't feed your horses drugs hey, uh, Ryan. especially fucking Ritalin what, what, is it, what is it what does a gay horse say uh hey all <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yeah, no, it's it, what does a gay horse eat? My bad. Fuck, I fucked up my own joke. I mean, I mean, hey. I mean, both of those are still kind of yeah, funny. both pretty good. Yeah. Um, do you guys nice. remember Funny Horsey? What? What? Funny Horsey? I have you no remember, idea what you're talking about. Remember Charlie the Unicorn? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Or the what are the the llama one the OG YouTube the llamas where with hats? Oh, I forgot about llamas what with hats, fuck? dude. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. wow, we keep Hell getting yeah. so <laughs> off track every fucking two seconds. Ah, uh, fuck yeah, dude, that's so funny. Um. <laughs> so anyway, that's all I got for that's all I got for the horses, dude. <laughs> Don't feed horses drugs. Yeah. Definitely don't feed them. Unless, unless they're like, unless they have like a fucking broken leg or something like that. Then, then give know. them the ketamine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you need to tranquilize a horse, give it ketamine. <laughs> you don't remember those? Uh, I think I do. We yeah. watched these at the couple's house. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Wait, funny uh, horsey. Funny horsey. How long are those videos? Should we just take a pause and listen and watch them? Yeah, it's quick? 47 seconds. All right, you guys. We're gonna, everybody take a break and then watch go funny fucking watch funny horsey. 10 years ago. I watched all of them one time with Justice. Hella <laughs> Dude, Justice is actually, he does find some of the weirdest shit to fucking watch. Dude, what a fucking. Wow. Dude, I remember watching these for this like hours. So yeah, dumb, you must dude. have been there as well because yeah. I remember being hella big. Oh <laughs> dude, Holy yeah, I remember watching fuck. these for literally hours. Wow. We went through every single one. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fucking <laughs> so funny. We're we're back, guys. Uh, yeah, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> funny horsey. <laughs> Actually, it'd be really funny to use that as one of the transitions. Uh, that would be funny, like in the middle of a confession. Yo, positive yeah. shout out to confessions, by the way. New confession up on the Patreon. 
Uh, <laughs> Go check it out. Check, check, uh, check it out. If you want to hear us? Not, um, I'm not saying I won't show up to your gun. Or, show up to your, show up to your house with a gun. But if you don't check it out, I'm gonna show up to your. I'm gonna show up to your. I'm gonna show up to your gun with a house, dude. I'm gonna show up to your gun with a house. A horse. You that's that's how you keep yourself exempt from making threats online. Is you just mix up the words. Yo, I'm gonna come to your gun with a house. <laughs> that sounds scary. Prove, as fuck. prove that in the court of law, dude. Come Jesus on. Christ, <laughs> bro! I was just trying to gift you a house, bro. Dude, I was trying, I'm just to, trying gift to make your gun this, a house, man. Trying to give this guy a home, dude. I'm trying to show this gun at home anyway <laughs> uh yeah uh fucking phony horsey dude <laughs> funny horsey. yeah riddling dude <laughs> yeah so yeah back to back to ketamine <laughs> oh, damn it. uh yeah so anyone who uh if anyone knows who the pop singer slash punk singer guy or whatever his name is young blood he's a uh, english dude I don't know if you guys know who that is. He was dating Halsey for a while. Who's that? Uh, I thought Halsey was a dude this entire time. I've wait, never looked are you up. Really? Never. I've never heard anything. I've heard people oh say the God. name Halsey, and I thought that was just like some rapper. I'm so disappointed in you, dude. Halsey, I, shout I out. Pause. Shout out Halsey, dude. The goat, really dude. Care. Uh. Anyway. Uh. So it's came... a goat. It's not a rapper. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's really tall. Oh, it's Hal- a girl now. Halsey? Halsey's not. It's tall a girl at all, dude. goat. Halsey's pretty short. It's a girl goat. She had a petting zoo or something. Uh, I mean, could be a man. She definitely has like shorter hair and stuff like that. And like, you know, positive shout out Halsey. Halsey's up. Yo, so I so when I worked at Capitol, I uh, was a uh, setup person at the time, uh, like fucking very low assistant. And uh, Halsey and fucking Youngblood came in to do a session, and it was a song that never got released. But uh, yeah, got to fucking Youngblood chill with them all day. Uh, they're actually both extremely nice people. Uh, fucking probably one of the, like the most chill people I've ever had the pleasure of working with. So positive shout out to them. I just tried to look up Youngblood to see who Youngblood is. Yeah, <clears throat> and my big fat thumbs abs- accidentally typed in. Hung blood, so I don't want to. I don't want to hit the switch on that. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I kind of want to um, see what came up. Dude. <laughs> uh, really quick, I guess she she allegedly called herself tri bi due to being biracial, bipolar, and bisexual. Wow, nice. tri bi. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the reason I bring up Youngblood is he has a uh, comic Youngblood. book series called The Twisted Tales of the Riddlin Club, uh, which is pretty fucking dope. So if you're into comic sounds books... really bad. <laughs> dude, it's actually... It sounds kind of interesting. Uh, let me read the premise really quick. It's a very fucking funny premise. Um... So uh, the description is from the messed up mind of music sensation Youngblood comes the twisted tales of the Ritalin Club. All pupils attending Blackheart's boarding school must be punctual, masked, and heavily medicated. The displaying of superpowers is strictly forbidden. Any pupils encountering Youngblood or any member of his so-called Ritalin Club are to seek a teacher immediately. Failure to comply with any of the above rules will result in execution. Do not trust young blood. Do not trust the riddling club. They mean you harm. So it's basically a school of like people trying to be fucking drugged up, and then him being part of the riddling club that are I don't know probably not 
trying to be drugged up. I don't know, dude. But anyway, <laughs> fucking sounds like a wild comic book series. <laughs> so uh, sure check that does. out, dude. It's uh, <laughs> you can purchase it through uh, Z Two Comics, which who have collaborate. Uh, they've collaborated with the Gorillas and the Grateful Dead. So like the Gorillas art book, uh, you can go buy that. That's uh, Z Two Comics. Uh, it's not. I don't remember who actually does all the artwork. It's not Z2 Comics, but it's like they are like a website that like you can like sell stuff through and whatever. Uh, comic books. They they collaborate a lot with like music artists and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm pretty so. sure they're one of the biggest online comic book stores, essentially. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So, um, positive shout out them. And, yeah. But anyway, the uh, the collaboration with uh, Youngblood, the dude who actually wrote helped write the comic book was a dude named Ryan O'Sullivan. So, positive shout out that oh, guy because his first name. Ryan, <laughs> shout out! I don't get it because <laughs> we're both named Ryan, and people named Ryan are fucking cool as hell, dude. Shout out Ryan Dunn, R.I.P. Ryan O'Sullivan, Ryan and Ryan. Whoa! Don't drop my last name on this. I'm gonna bleep that out now, dude. He's gonna bleep out his last name because he Is has warrants out. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> Dude, He's got warrants no, <laughs> for sex crimes in Indonesia. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not have Anyway, uh, so since we're talking about music, uh, fucking, <laughs> you call that it, music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out, fucking creepy girl, Jan, dude. Uh, so there's a composer. <laughs> dude oh my god no <laughs> i'm just gonna bleep all that out as soon as it sound like you said some crazy shit dude <laughs> so anyway there's a composer there was a composer he's now dead but he's an english composer his name is sir william turner walton uh, dead. bootstrap bill dude. bootstrap bill dude shout out fucking keith richards dude Actually, I don't what? think that's Bootstrap Bill, but uh, anyway. Fucking. <laughs> I was just watching Pirates of the Caribbean. You guys yeah, remember? Keith Richards is in fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, dude. He's fucking Jack Sparrow's dad. Or I th- yeah, so I think that is Bootstrap Bill. No, no, you're thinking of, um, uh, that's Blackbeard. Oh, right, or, yeah, okay. No, well, no, no. Fuck, let me look Wait, are you talking well, about... Bootstrap Bill... Bootstrap Bill is uh, Will's dad. Yeah, and he never comes back. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. He's dead. Well, yeah, series. he's a part of the yeah. locker. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's part said, of J- yeah, yeah, Davy yeah. Jones' locker, dude. Um, uh, but then I just remembered that yeah, there was a character who is Davy or who is uh Jack Sparrow's dad. Is that who Keith Richards is? Yeah, so he plays fucking um uh Oh my god, see. you're what right. That's so funny uh, cuz he wears in- he wears eye makeup in it. Yeah. Well, he always wears eye makeup. He's in the That's stones. what I mean. It's, it's, it's kind of funny that they yeah. as a pirate. Um, yeah. A so fucking, he was in uh, At World's End, so which is the third one, that? and the fourth one at on Stranger Tides as Captain Teague, who is the father of Johnny Depp's Captain Jack Sparrow. What a trip. That's so funny. Yeah. I, w- yeah. I was like, where did you pull in this Keith Richards guy? Uh, yeah. Bootstrap. Um. I don't know. I just knew someone's dad was Bootstrap Bill. Also, I forgot. I looked up the seven-layer dip. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, let's see. Uh, it, it typically includes refried beans, guacamole, sour cream, pico de gallo, salsa roja, <laughs> salsa verde, uh, or chopped salsas. tomatoes. That's, three, that's four salsas now. Grated cheddar cheese. That's another uh, salsa. Black olives. 
Wait, cheddar cheese is not salsa. Go <laughs> yeah, it is. Black olives. And then fucking uh, see, <laughs> yeah. chopped onion, ground beef, shredded lettuce, or how This is way chilies. more than seven layers. Yeah, but I mean, you can use any of those to make a seven layer dip. So it, it oh, can change between. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is for up to 14 yeah, layers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, fucking, yeah. So anyway, back to uh, Sir William Turner Walton, who is not in the Pirates of the Caribbean and is not part of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> he used Ritalin uh, is very important to his life to for his daily life to just keep on track and do shit and get shit done uh, the unfortunate thing is he moved to Italy in 1956 where Ritalin was not yet Ill, or was not yet legal uh, so he had to make yearly trips to go to London to get 2000 Ritalin and bring them back uh, which he then figured out in 1978 through his doctor that that was illegal so mm-hmm. he couldn't do that anymore and his doctor was just like yeah I can't do that because you're doing illegal shit so his doctor was giving him 2000 <laughs> Ritalin though yeah yeah and oh here's a fucking he would give him a, year, a yearly supply oh yeah, by the way, uh, yeah, you can't, that's illegal. It's like, so you're you know. already giving him a fucking, what do you well, think he's doing Well, he didn't know that he was then that. exporting it, because, like, uh, he, like, I that's guess the doctor, stupid yeah. as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, he, uh, then, in 1978, uh, he was not able to fucking um, get them anymore, and uh, had to get an import license. Until 1982, when it was made legal in Italy. And then he was trying to figure out how to get... I mean, they made it legal, but he still wasn't able to get his like normal dose because he was taking 2,000 pills a year and they wouldn't so let he, him have that much. He essentially had to become a pharmacy. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, he basically had to talk to like a local pharmacy and make and have them apply for an import license to then be able to get like that many Ritalin. Uh, and, or just uh, Ritalin at all. Uh well no he he was able to get it because it was in 1982 it became legal. Oh gotcha. Um but between 1978 and 1982 he had to apply for import licenses uh and try to fucking be able to like get it that way. And then in 1982 they made it legal and then but he still wasn't able to get his normal amount so then he had to like try to figure out a workaround and like was like reaching out to like people like in the higher ups to like make it basically like allow him to do it which is wild and uh yeah so then he died in 1983 after i don't know if he ever was able to get any of those import licenses or anything but yeah homie died in 83 so big sad but i listened to some of this dude's music he's fucking dope dude he's a really good composer so that was right after he was able to get the import license right uh i don't know because uh in he was able to get it in 82 and he died in 83 okay so in 78 when he figured out it was le- illegal, he was he was importing it from England with an import license. Yeah, and then in eighty two, when it became legal, he was no longer able to import it all, like or import the same amount because I guess the rules changed or something like that. And then so he was still he was getting some of it from local pharmacies, but they wouldn't okay. give him the amount that he was used to taking because. So of, I wonder if that uh, influenced Italian rules his or whatever. death. Italian uh, rules. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that influenced his death or not. Um, <laughs> I, I think he died from some lung thing, so I don't. I don't think it was involved in that. But who knows? But anyway, uh, died in '83. R.I.P. But homie was a fucking dope ass composer. So shouts out Ritalin for that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah. Uh, the only thing I have really left to talk about, I don't really have a lot to talk about today because, like, most of the shit of ADH of the last episode was more driven towards, like, abuse and stuff like that. And you can't really abuse Adderall, or sorry, Ritalin in the way that you can abuse Adderall because it's yeah, a lot less euphoric. Yeah, I mean, you can, yeah, you can, but it's a lot less euphoric. Like, people aren't, like, like seeking out Ritalin. It depends. Then, like, it's really person to person. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's the thing. I would say at the end of the day, it's still, like, just as... There are definitely people who have access to both, ha- like, uh, use it recreationally and choose Ritalin over Adderall. There's people who just prefer it over, like, yeah, recreationally. So. so it's really person to person. Yeah, I prefer- but I would say the majority is Adderall. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I know some people who actually think, like, of Ritalin as being, like, you know how when Raven was mentioning earlier that it, people think that it might be similar to cocaine? Well, did you know it comes from the cocaine plant? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's the is same it, molecule, actually. Is yeah. it in Coca-Cola? Yeah, what were you saying, though? Um, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Um, I mean, yeah. You said you have, you have, you know, people. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've had people mention that it is kind of like the, the dope one. Like, the more drug-like. Yeah. I, I, I always heard that. I always heard that, too. Well, I'm just saying what I've heard, not... What you what we've researched? No, is, I know, I know. I've yeah, always heard from, from people. It was the stronger one. It was the one that got you more geeks. Yeah, it's really right. fucked up. Yeah. yeah, more like negative yeah. effects and like uh, you know. The thing is, I used to think that um, it was like worse for you because it wasn't an amphetamine. Like I was like, oh, like amphetamine is probably the best one for you because amphetamine are at the end of the day when taken low doses, it's pretty safe. Um, Interesting. But, yeah. You know, yeah, it's all gonna alter your your brain chemistry after a long time of use, but um, uh, like anything, yeah, but also like we've went over, you talked about earlier, is that uh, Ritalin is toxic. Yeah, it's still just it's almost as toxic as amphetamine. It, mm-hmm. Um, it takes longer to get to that point. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's something when I we forgot to mention in the science section that we were talking about earlier is the uh, like instant release versus extended release and all that stuff of Ritalin. I don't know if maybe we want to just quickly go oh. over that really quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. In the, in, the, in the Adderall episode, I, I said that it uh, is it only it comes in extended release, and then we kind of clarified a little bit of why that's not true, but uh, I didn't really go into fuller... We didn't really go into fuller detail about that, and I don't want it to be like a misconception or well, people we, think we're spreading misinformation. Um because they do make an instant release of Adderall that lasts like four to five hours, but it still takes a little bit longer to latch on to the brain. Uh, what did I say? Adderall? Yep. Uh, I meant Ritalin, uh, sorry. Eight million people. Yeah. Yeah, so all, <laughs> all Ritalin tablets come as instant release. Right. And there are extended release versions like the transdermal patch, but also right. just pills that are extended release. Right. Um, just like with Adderall. Um, right. Yeah. So it. I think what you've found in your research is that it can take a little bit longer to feel the effects right once you take it orally um Correct. than than adderall but that's not to say that's for everyone um and i think like 30 minutes to 45 minutes to an hour uh is not very comparable in difference yeah and with and it also- being a dopamine reuptake inhibitor essentially it's why these effects aren't as pronounced at first and that's why people might think that it's more of an extended release feeling 
Yeah. Because it's not just a direct hit of dopamine. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like Adderall, when you take Adderall within like five to ten minutes, like like instant release Adderall for me, at least when I've taken it, like within five to ten minutes, I'm like, oof, like feeling it. But like the one time I've taken, yeah. Uh, but the yeah. one time I've taken That's Ritalin, strange. like it's like, it took fucking an hour almost to like actually like really start to feel the effects. Hmm. And then that, was an, that was an instant release. Too. Um, I, I got, you know, also we have to remember that you're state of like how much food you have in your stomach right you know yeah. what you've eaten during the day all these things will affect metabolism rate um i mean but, these were when i was like a big old chubby boy and i was constantly snacking so i was always full i had someone give me a uh concerta re- pretty recently and they were like oh just so you know this is like it, it's not gonna affect you for an hour and then it's like gonna affect you for a really long time and i was like eh, i don't think so. and it didn't it didn't do that at all Hmm. It, it was like 30, 45. It was like an Adderall. It was, I don't know. It, it yeah, didn't when I looked see, up, I was going to say, when I looked up the uh, the effects of it, of how long it lasts, the instant release Ritalin say that lasts four to five hours, and the instant release Adderall say they last four to six hours. Yeah. So, hmm. anyway, I uh, figured we would just say something about that because the, uh, I don't want to be spreading misinformation. Misinformation, man. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we were talking about like kind of like, um, if people like Ritalin over Adderall and who abuses what more or whatever, um, it was interesting to go and look at the Reddit of r slash uh, ADHD. And uh, it's a place where a lot of people talk about like their struggles and stuff. It's not really like people going and talking about like their fucking abuse of, you know, Adderall versus Ritalin or, or whatever. It's like literally like almost every post I saw was like, Oh, like I just got diagnosed with this, and like these are like my the effects I've felt so far, and like what do you guys think? What works better for you guys and stuff like that? It's like literally trying to get to the bottom of their like issue of ADHD and like try to like figure out how to like better themselves. It's not at all like people being like, "Oh, I took like fucking three Adderall and got fucked up, dude." That's awesome. Uh, yeah, no, it's it was a very, it was very relieving to see because I expected it the complete opposite. I expected it to be like people just being like, "Yeah, I took an Adderall for my fucking." final and you know was geeked out Ritalin. like oh like on the adhd i was just saying though. adderall or Ritalin. it's yeah it's r slash adhd i was just saying like i feel like it makes sense on the subreddit that it would be a lot of people talking about their yeah adhd you know, struggle with adhd yeah it's a good point but i mean that's just like most that's people that like, take m- these drugs when they're prescribed them aren't they don't even think about the fact that it's a stimulant drug that's used right. recreationally by people Exactly. Yeah, which is yeah. I feel like a a good thing for sure. Um, I guess. Yeah. I don't. Know. I mean, I, well, I guess I don't know. Yeah. I think people should uh, yeah. know absolutely. Think, right. Yeah. No, but I mean, what they're like taking is microdosing the same thing that the dude outside on the street is freaking out. That's just drug I education. Agree. You yeah. should absolutely yeah, yeah. know that. No, right. I agree, but I, I'm I'm just saying like it's probably good that they're not like getting this like 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 if someone gets prescribed like oxycontin, they're like, oh, sick, I can get fucked up on this. Like rather than like. Oh, like I'm getting prescribed like Adderall or whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that the first thing they think of is not how like oh sick I can get fucked up on this. Yeah, no, same. I think um, the reason I mentioned it, like why it makes sense it's ADHD too, is just that it, like we mentioned it in the last episode about Adderall um, and or just ADHD in general that uh, those who have ADHD symptoms, like true ADHD symptoms, are less likely to even find the drug pleasurable even at higher doses. Right. So exactly. like for them that just like they likely won't ever even get addicted to it. Yeah. Um, which is good. 
So. Yeah, and it just makes sense why the ADHD subreddit's not filled with people getting fucked up. Talking yeah. about getting fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but what I did read, though, uh, people that didn't do use to get fucked up was on Earwood, classic. <laughs> uh, there, I, <laughs> I read a story of this dude who um, was snorting 10 milligram tablets. Like, he would, he would basically just, like, crush up 10 milligram tablets of uh, Ritalin. And just would like snort them and stuff like that because he got prescribed them and just immediately started abusing them and not using them the way you should. My man. Uh, <laughs> 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 and anyway, uh, yeah, so he, he, he was no, basically. I, I, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Definitely that was, don't do this. That was satire. Yeah, so uh, over the course huh? of from. What? I said satire is dead, but you know. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> so over the course of four Sorry, hours. Sorry, that was satire. From... <laughs> so over the course of from hey, Mike, 10 p.m. What to... are you doing? What are you doing later? <laughs> oh my god, no. Sorry, no. that was fucked. <laughs> you done? That was you done interrupting red. me? That one was just mean. Okay. So over the course from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., this dude who was snorting Ritalin snorted 20 10 milligram tablets. That is Yikes. fucking too many. A lot. That's 200 milligrams of fucking Ritalin. That is a fucking shit ton. Well, yeah, that does. I'm not disagreeing that that's a lot, but there's it, the yeah, because the the average overdose was 120 milligrams. Yeah, uh, median. You, you said the median. Yeah, yeah. So average. Yeah. Whatever. And this is also snorting. This is not orally ingesting. So it's getting into your body in a different way. Probably. Oh, stronger. true. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Stronger than what what would be broken down orally in your body. Yeah, you're right. right? So, so let's yeah. say this is roughly 400 milligrams. Yeah, probably. I mean, um, it's not, but like the effect yeah. of orally. Yeah. 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 yeah I, it, it's hard to even like say what exactly it is comparative to with an oral. Um, but yeah, because anyway. it could be like less bioavailable nasally. You never I know. Yeah, I have no idea. So anyway, uh, yeah. So this dude was just basically just fucking snorting lines, hanging out and shit at his house. And then by the time like he was like getting ready for bed, he was just like, "Oh, I've now realized I've snorted fucking twenty of these." Like, and because he, he's like laying down and his heart's beating like, like insanely fast, just like really, really fast. And uh, he, like in the in the era, with, he said like 200 BPM, but who knows if that's actually accurate or not? Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, like that's fucking. It's like full blown sprint. It, yeah, literally, it, that's he was actually just like, that's like that's like the healthy, maximum your heart yeah. should ever fucking be is fucking. Like, that's beyond the max. I think. Yeah, like, no, healthy, I mean that's that's like the that's like the max of like where your heart will like feel like it's gonna explode. Yeah. So like, not good. So he's laying down fucking having a fucking panic attack trying to like stay calm and shit and like his heart's like beating through his chest like skipping beats like just acting all crazy he runs downstairs because i guess he lives with his parents it's like I, I assume this is like a teenager um and uh he's like like fucking tries to wake his mom up but like can't even move like falls down the stairs and then his mom like wakes up and she's just like and he's like like trying to like tell her to like call an ambulance and stuff like that and she's just like Oh, do you have a nightmare or whatever? Like, you go back <laughs> you to, bed, to bed. You just had, yeah, basically, it was just like, go back to bed and you had a nightmare and like didn't call an ambulance. And fucking, uh, as this dude's like, like having a, what he thinks is an overdose, fucking f- like pretty much goes to bed, wakes up like fucking way later the next day, like 12 hours later, 
and uh like didn't die but uh he, he but then went to the doctor uh that day because he was able to like speak and shit went to the doctor and the doctor was like yeah we think you had like a minor stroke from that and uh you know not not good and they did some other tests and stuff and he never ended up like coming to a conclusion of like what exactly it was but could have been a mixture of a panic attack mixed with fucking extreme heart race and maybe a minor stroke who knows but anyway pretty fucking crazy don't don't do that <laughs> don't abuse fucking adderall or sorry ritalin i keep saying adderall don't abuse ritalin like that or adderall like that uh use it or methyl methylphilia methyl methyl yeah don't yeah don't abuse meth at all yeah don't go on a meta date <laughs> yeah uh yeah i mean so this is probably just yeah harm reduction dude That's all yeah um Don't yeah take as it. take as prescribed not recreationally yeah if yeah. prescribed it yeah yeah um and uh yeah check out some different options for it um there are options um like the extended release or the transdermal or different things like that so if you've maybe if you're getting prescribed it uh, you should bring up to your physician about some other options that they might be curious about. Because likely a lot of the times when a physician prescribes you something, they don't ask you anything about why you might want to take it or whatever. They're just like, oh, here you go. Yeah. Also, I, I researched for this episode. I didn't realize, and this is probably a common fact that a lot of people know, but I didn't realize this. I didn't know psychiatrists could fucking uh, like um, prescribe you fucking Ritalin or all, all, any any drugs, really. Like th- that type of well, drug. Yeah, they're they're medical doctors. Yeah, maybe they have a well. No, they, they have they literally are. They're, yeah, they I go know, to medical I'm school. Joking. I know, but like when you think of like, I know a psychiatrist is different than like a therapist and stuff like that. But like, essentially, yeah, that's what you way kinda, different. Like, think of it as. But though, that's like, what a, a psychiatrist like, is for. Does. Actually, a psychiatrist yeah. should be the one pr- uh, prescribing you your mental. Yeah, uh, that's why medication. it's fucked up that physicians have the ability to prescribe things like Zoloft. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. ADHD uh-huh. meds. They they really shouldn't be allowed True. to at all. And same thing with Xanax. They shouldn't be allowed to just hear someone say, oh, I have struggle with anxiety. Once, uh, you know, a couple times in a day, my hands get clammy. And they're like, oh, here, you want Xanax? My hands are always clammy, dude. Right, yeah, you probably have anxiety. You probably need Xanax, man. Oh, shit. Honestly, you should probably get script as soon as possible. I'll go right now, dude. My hands literally get so sweaty. It's so funny playing video games with people where you switch off the controller after every single time my hands are on it. (laughs) People are like, ew, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? As it's like dripping. And that's like my hands at all times of the day. Can I get some Xanax? Are you good? Just give me it. Yeah. You should. Next time you're doing playing uh, video games with somebody, you should. uh, And they're like, you hand it off and they're like, oh, what the fuck, dude? And you're like, oh, god damn it. Been using my controller again. And <laughs> Bleep I that name. For, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so um, or just like be like drooling and be like, oh, sorry, did I drool on that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like when they look over, just have like spit coming out of my mouth. <laughs> oh shit, I drooled again. Um, anyway. fucking. Uh, oh yeah. So sorry. Last thing for, or unless you guys want to add something, there's something for harm reduction. If you are a parent listening to this episode, and I know we have parents listening to this episode. Um, who are listening because they want education for them and their kids. Um, yeah, I would suggest just doing a ton of research before putting a very young child onto ADHD medication. I know a, a couple people, quite a few people who were put on it at an early age 
and it really affected their life negatively. And then maybe they'll get get on it when they want, but don't be a parent that forces your kid into a medication that's going to negatively impact their life, even if that's just like socially. Like accept people for who they are. If it's not benefiting them, then, you know, don't force them into it. It's not cool. A child is a, an independent human as well. So, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, neck minute. Neck minute. So, if you... <laughs> okay, okay. Guys, come on. Listen to me. We have this thing. We have this thing. It's called the Patreon. It is only $3 a month, right? That's not a lot. No. What can you get for $3? You can get three large sodas from McDonald's. Yeah, or you can't even get a Subway sandwich. So check it out. That's how little of money it costs. Less than a Subway sandwich to get our Patreon. And we have these things. They're called confessions. They're like... These are my confessions. They're like these psychotic breaks in reality that are just like well-orchestrated, well-curated little tales. Not even little. We're going all in on this. So... If you want to hear what that's all about, go over to our Patreon at Drinking Out of Cups uh, on Patreon or patreon.com forward slash DOC, $3 a month. And for the whole month of December, if you sign up, I'll send you a free sticker. And, uh, you know, I'll send you a little bit of hair in there, too. Um, just Mike and I, Ryan, you, you're going to have to no, s- send hair your on, hair. hair, on, hair on. No, not <laughs> hair on. Oh, wait. No. Not that kind? No. no, hair. Oh, sick. The hair on your head. I didn't want to share. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah, we should uh the confession fucking there's a new confession out. It's fucking sick. And it is uh basically a story of uh me who took ten hits of LSD and this is what happened. So Yeah, uh, you're gonna wanna hear it. It's, yeah. it's you're underselling it a lot. It's it's insane. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. a mythical it's a mythical tale, uh retelling tale of the time I took fucking ten hits of LSD and didn't know we had things to do that day. So, yeah, uh, go listen to that, and it's a fucking really intense story filled with sound effects and fucking music and fucking all sorts of fun stuff. So, $3 a month, Patreon, go check it out, patreon.com slash D-O-O-C. And if you don't want to do that, for absolutely free, you can go watch my videos over on YouTube.com at Corvus Malori, so it's C-O-R-V-U-S-M-E-L-L-O-R-I, and uh, I post cool videos over there. I've been editing again and pumping them out, and they're really fun, and uh, I recorded some weird Nazi memorabilia, so if you want to see what that's all about, check it out over there. And then um, our Instagram is uh, drinking out of cups underscore podcast. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on all the social bads that are out there. And uh, anybody else want to plug their things? Hakeem. Hakeem the Science Guy. Out! Follow him on <laughs> HakeemTheScienceGuy.com. Oh, I should make an Instagram. Yeah, you should. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, fucking positive shout out, Micah. Positive shout out, Hakeem the Science Guy. Resting, pen- resting potential. Positive right. shout out. Who's I'm going pl- to plug all your shit for you, Micah. Even your butthole. Oh, you could go by <laughs> R.I.P. Resting potential. R.I.P. Whoa, do you? That's pretty whoa. cool. Yeah, I think there's someone who has a name Reston Pierce. Reston Piss. Super lame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to rest in piss, dude. <laughs> All right, then we gotta end this episode.
Yeah. All right. What's up, dude? Follow me on Instagram, R-Y-N-O-118. And uh, fucking positive shout out myself. Uh, All right. Yeah. Now get over here. Beep. There's nothing like listening to Drinking Out of Cups podcast. Nothing like it.